What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I love what we do, but every day, getting up out of that bed. Oh, it never gets easy. What are you saying? So you sleep for 16 hours a day, lady. You just had bed sores last week from laying around. Was I shame. was sick. Oh, you, you were sick. sick shamer. <laughs> so what? Now I can't be sick? Is it because I'm a woman? Oh, God. I'll make you a sandwich later, I guess. He's like, I can't believe my, my car's not going to be here. And it's not because he was upset that the car wasn't going to be there. It's that he had plans to drive to Jack in the Box. The Dave and Mahoney Show. That's you're how he's going like, to break it stink in. Stink up your brand yes. new car with Jack in the Box. That's how, you, that's how you season a new car. It's like a cast iron pan. <laughs> we are so similar. Guess what? The first thing I did in my new car. What's that? I got some Taco Bell. Yeah, girl. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Some absolutely tragic news to start the show today. France is drowning 80 million gallons of surplus wine. I saw this and thought of you, Dave. Uh, did you? I did, because they're just, just throwing it away. You could just ship it to me, and I would I would have like a little... Cabernet Scrooge McDunk money bin. Like, instead of having a whole bunch of, like, coins and you cash You fill your there, pull up with all this wine. That's right, and then just do the backstroke. But, uh-huh. I mean, do you really want, like, duty wine? Because, like, why are they getting rid of... Like, why is it surplus? Like, is it, why is it about to go bad? Because I thought wine ages. Literally, there is a saying called aging like fine wine. So, I guess France is saying that it's getting more costly to produce wine and that French people are consuming less of it in year than years past... And the result is that some winemakers have a surplus and cannot charge enough for it to turn a profit. So use it as an export? So they're just saying that they, no matter what they do, they can't make a profit off of it, so they might as well just get rid of it. They're saying it's, it's costing the country a whopping $216 million. That's crazy. Like wine sucks then. Probably. Like, what do you mean? Like, if that Dude, wine is bag. not selling, put it in a put bag. Put it in a bag. And bag it to up. some college kids, mm, man. bag you it up. The- Yep. <laughs> Dude, there is there is a, there is a market for whatever that wine is. You price it right, and people will buy it for sure. I mean, that just sounds like they're being or a little too snooty get, on the pricing. You know, or here's what you do: get you give them college kids a taste. Go out there to the campuses, give them a taste of that wine, get them hooked on it. Then be, then get you know build your client base for the future. I remember in college there was a. You remember the two buck Chuck? From yeah, Trader sure. Joe's. Oh, yeah. You, you, would you, go remember, in. you remember Yellowtail? Was that was that in your wheelhouse as well? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. But the two-buck Chuck had a story behind it that all of us believed. It was like a wives' tale, and mm. it made us actually go out and buy this $2 wine because he was in a divorce with his wife, allegedly, and he wanted to get rid of all of the wine and have as little profit, so she got none of it. That was the story behind that Two Buck Chuck? That was the story that really? we were told, so all of us went to go buy this wine. <laughs> it's because it was $2, and it had a story. I so. like that y'all are getting involved in this man's divorce, trying to hose his wife out of her alimony. Like, screw her. We love <laughs> Mr. Joe. Yeah, Mr. Chuck. <laughs> Some uh, some good news today. It's three dollars well. now, by the way. Is it? Yeah, yeah it is. Thanks yeah. to inflation. <laughs> some uh, some good news today as well. Speaking of, uh, of cheap booze, this bear knows how to party. The uh, a mother in Florida said a thirteen year old son Joseph was inside their house in Lake Mary when the family's dog started barking, and it turns out there's a bear outside. Oh, cool! And security camera footage and cell phone video recorded by the son shows the uh, the the bear break into the house. 
I guess this bear is known as tripod because it only has three legs. <laughs> oh. Which leg yeah. is missing? This matters to the story. It look, it's one of his front legs. But from this picture, I can't tell which one it is. Mm-hmm. He's got his back legs on the ground, but he's only got one leg as he's rummaging through this little fridge. He's out there on their porch, and it looks like they've got like kind of like a built-in outdoor grill sort of thing going on with a little mini fridge in there. This bear pops open this mini fridge, goes in there, drinks not one, not two, but three White Claws. I mean, hey, man, that bear is missing a leg. Let him have some white claws. That is the most trashy on-brand thing for that bear to do. He's got one arm probably lost in, like, I don't know, like a wood chipper being drunk He tells people he lost in the war. He didn't didn't, didn't see no time. He's got a vet hat on. Stolen bear valor. (laughs) A poor bear. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Man, so I saw the video today that has been circulating of what happened on that Delta flight where they had to turn it around. This is an international flight going from Atlanta to Barcelona, and they had to turn it around because somebody had what they called a biohazard situation, which means they uh, had explosive diarrhea. And so I'm I'm sitting here thinking, okay, you're multiple hours into this flight and then you have a situation where you have to turn the plane around. For an international flight. Go back to Atlanta, and then they were on the ground in Atlanta for eight additional hours before they took Which, back that's off. that's a long flight to begin with yeah, from Atlanta to Barcelona. talking eight hours in, in that. And sure. And then you add an additional eight hours on the ground. Like, that messes but up all kinds of stuff. We were talking about this yesterday, and we were wondering, like, how bad would it have to be, like... You just blow up this bathroom. Right. And maybe it gets, you know, the smells so bad that it's wafting into the pilot's. Right. I mean, How is I it possibly few, that bad? I had a few assumptions, no pun intended, about the way that this was going for that gentleman. I kind of thought, oh, well, maybe he is, I don't know, drunk mm. and just couldn't hold his bowels in or something. You know, like I also thought maybe he was old. And couldn't hold his bowels Something, in. right? You know, some sort of illness. I mean, we've all gotten those chills where mm-hmm. you've eaten something from the airport. Well, Mahoney's talked about this a lot. Like, if you're one of those maniacs who goes and gets Popeyes or right like before you get on a flight. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. The TSA is a sham because they allow Popeyes beyond the gate. Yes. And there is no bigger terroristic threat than somebody eating Popeyes right before you get or on a, a damn plane. A tuna fish sandwich from one of those, uh, like, uh, those bookstores that they yes. have. Uh, like Hudson News tuna, tuna sandwich. F- like, what are you doing with your life? Oh, God, so, so atrocious. I saw the video today. And it is egregious. I mean, it was this dude had, let's call it an accident, multi spot accident all the way up and down the aisle. So it was leaking. It was, was leaking. It, I mean, it was more than leaking. It looked like he like pulled his pants down. I don't know what was going on. I don't know how, but it like it was, like that. it was a lot in a lot of different places. Can I mean, you imagine how many people were just like uh, ry heaving? Oh, like, surprised that it wasn't like a, a chain reaction. So you guys, it. I've lived this before, which is kind of wild. It, it happened to me when I was in middle school. There was a situation where it was right before the bell rang, and we were all in in class. It was history class. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was in, I believe, seventh. It was sixth grade. Excuse me. And we're sitting there waiting for the bell to ring, and like the teacher had kind of finished talking, and so it was relatively quiet in the classroom. Oh no! And all of a sudden, we just hear this. We're like, what on earth was that? And it just, the, the sound of it is so distinct to me because you heard that. 
just went flying by the door like a, and you kind like of a, saw a little blur. Like a like fly a, that was going by your ear sort of situation. Like, like a flyover if you're at a stadium right before a football game, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. there's something that goes whizzing overhead and you don't know really what it was. It was just kind of a blur as fast, but you know it's significant. <laughs> there's a reason that they were booking it. A couple of minutes later, not even a couple of minutes, the bell rings. And we go out into the hallway, and there is just a trail of poo oh, down no. the hallway and led right into the bathroom. And this poor kid, I don't know who he was because oh, I didn't want to know. Oh, thank God you didn't know. know who he was because that's... Well, that's... So some other kids did, I think. Oh, and he's got a nickname for life. Yeah, 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 he did. Um, it was he, all the way down the entire hallway into the stall, and he was stuck in there. So what this guy went Dude. through on the Delta flight... Like, know that it's bad and you're forever going to be the diarrhea Delta guy. Uh, but it's not as bad as getting stuck with that in middle school because his name was, was Scott and he was Stinky Scott after that. This oh. kind of unlocked a, a, a memory for me. Was there anything more horrifying than in elementary or middle school having to take a slam at school? Oh, because I, I'm ruthless. Like, I feel like I still have trauma like 35 years later because of this. And why, one of the reasons why I don't like in public, because I'm always prepared, because like middle school, kids were always messing with you. They're you going, were in there. Oh, you were in there. In here. Dude, they're like, they're like wet a whole bunch of paper towels and like throw it in there on you. And for whatever reason, in middle school, it seemed like those gaps were the size of the Grand Canyon. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like in the actual stall itself, mm-hmm. like you could easily make eye contact with two eyes through that thing. So, um, there was a guy who did the same thing on a school bus whenever I was in high school. He pooped and everywhere. he pooped on the school bus. And then mm. his name, his last name was Brown. Oh, um, no. And his nickname for the rest of high school was Doo Doo. Doo Doo Brown. Yeah. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney show anytime by calling 833 Yo Dummy. That's 833 963 8669. Please leave a message after the tone. Come sit in a dump truck for a couple of hours. I'm not even giving, you don't even have to go a day. A couple of hours and you'll see exactly what we see every day, all day long. Some of the worst drivers, I swear, in the United States. And I've been in a lot of states. Message deleted. See, I don't I don't think that I personally would categorize them as bad drivers. I think they're aggressive drivers. My yeah, insurance, I feel like, is kind of through the roof. Mine went down significantly. Hmm. Like, I mean, like Suspicious. $100, almost $100 a month. Did I imagine, I get though, profiled as a woman? You just mm. bought a new car. That's why. No, no, I had switched it over before with uh, my camera. And, di- and it didn't go down? Nope. Hmm. Maybe it's, I mean, I, I didn't feel like if you were in a dump truck or an 18-wheeler, like, you would get real annoyed with how, because you'd have such a good vantage point of everyone driving like an a-hole and cutting you off. You're like, if I run into you, I'm going to run you over. What are you doing? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like you think that, but it, but if you're in, like, in a semi or in a dump truck, you really have to be so careful because you can absolutely accidentally hurt someone. Smush someone, yeah. Smush. For real. Please leave a message after the tone. Raisins are great turkey. Tell me I'm wrong. Message deleted. What? Raisins are grape jerky. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Is there uh, a better dried we- fruit now that I that, that you say that? My wife sure. eats all Apricots? sorts of dried fruits. She loves pears. Bananas. Mangoes. None of those are better than grapes. 
Yeah, she, I, I think she. I think she would uh, disagree. I think she would go. What's more versatile than a raisin? You can just eat them by the handful. Yeah, You're just talking about like put them poor, in bran. Because you're like the poor dried fruit. I was poor growing up. What do you want? And I also, love raisins. Dave just wants to find another reason. Like raisins are basically wine. Yeah, you're, you're trying to find some sort of reason here to justify that. We have taken that. all of the juice out of uh-huh. the grapes, and they're still delicious. See, I mean, like, it really does. The, the concept of dry fruit is so comical to me because it really is just a way of preserving food for as long as you possibly can because whoever was trying to do that was probably poor. Or, like, didn't have refrigerators from way yeah. back Absolutely. in the day, right? Yeah. And now we're just like, mmm, like faking the funk, like me over at freaking Sprouts grabbing some dried banana crisps. You go apricot, Blech. not apricot, huh? Apricot, yeah. A- apricot. Yes. Like a monkey cot. What? Yeah, like an apricot. Apricot. Not apricot. It's regional, I guess. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't caramel know. or caramel? Caramel. Caramel. Uh, that's yeah. just America versus the UK right there. It's caramel in America, caramel in the UK. Okay. If you all made an extra $1,900 a month, what would you do with it? Message deleted. Spend it. Uh, Wasted. I mean, it doesn't matter how much money I make, I'm going to spend it. That's just how I operate as a human being. That it does. If I make, uh, you know, uh, I've made what, $213 an hour, and I've made a lot more than that. And guess what? I'm always at the same level of broke. Still waiting for that next paycheck. here's 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 what happens the more money you make, then you got more expenses. Are you saying mo money, mo problems, I, Mahoney? You know, uh, the great Christopher Wallace. That's right. You know. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, let me ask you a question, and I want an honest answer if you don't mind. What's that, Dave? If you had the ability in your professional career to sleep your way to the top, would you do it? 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Me too. Anytime. Like, I, I, I mean, like these people that are always like dogging on people. So obviously normally women for sleeping their way to the top. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's a great idea. Utilizing their assets. I mean, if I, if I was able to sleep my way to the top in a second. I will 100%. See, but that is such a man brain. It's kind of like if you were to ask a woman, what would we do if we had a wiener for a day? Like, what would... The, you you know would bang I mean? everybody. That, that's what... That's what you, oh, but then you, that that you, then you would realize that you realize you can't because you're a man and, and it doesn't work that way. So, okay, but flip the script. Yes, yeah, so if, if it was reverse and I was a female no. for a day, I would try in that one day to sleep my way to the top. I'm going to get through everybody. Oh, my god. Middle gosh. management, I'm going for the GM corner. On, look out, I'm coming. Jeez, see, I just think it's just so funny whenever you just hear the perspectives of, you know, obviously yeah, opposite yeah. genders and what you think would go on. Well, so. all, we, because we don't, see, the difference is we don't have the ability to do that. Because I mean, we, Mahoney, I mean, like you were a, a good looking young man and sure. I'd like to think that I was too did you ever feel like you kind of flirted your way uh, with, with certain sure. managers and stuff yeah. to try to get preferential treatment because I absolutely uh, that's that. how I became a, the, a closer Dave there, you there, know what I'm saying there was and I'll, I'll tell you this may be my, my finest moment in my professional life uh, some people would call this sexual harassment I call it a win uh, it is there there was uh, a, like a high powered uh, executive that worked at this radio station and you know I had like kind of always flirt with her and this and that. She was significantly probably 20 years older than me. But it got to the point where, like, she uh, she liked me so much that when she was leaving the company and going somewhere else, she had this really nice new office chair, and she gave it to me even though there was a bunch of You flirted other... your way to an office chair, Dave. And, she, and, the, and the reason why she said that she gave it to me is because she wanted to imagine my butt sitting in it after she left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cannot with that. So, I mean, I feel like whenever you're young, though, and there is a significant, like, you said 20 years. Yeah. 
there's something of, oh, see, maybe I've just been conditioned to feel like this, but like the playfulness maybe in that, like it's not real. Oh, yeah, no. You know, I mean, it's like, just not I, a real life thing. I don't think she ever like really wanted to bang me. She probably just liked the attention. From boys to women. I don't yeah. know. For, for whatever reason, I feel like. Uh, see, man, I wish I would have known, man. Like, I feel like I wasted my youth. Yeah. I could have been banging all sorts of older women. Yeah. And I missed out. Mm-hmm. I missed out. I man, I had I was rocking bod back then. I had a six pack. It was great. So this <laughs> the reason the I bring this up is because <laughs> now I'm fat and old. It don't, it don't work like that no more. I had no idea that these two were even a couple. It just seemed like a really weird pairing to Ooh. me. But Jeannie Buss, who owns the Lakers in right. LA, yeah. she just got married to Jay Moore. Hell yeah, Jay Moore. The, the comedian. And I'm like, Jay Moore hasn't done anything in yeah, a like long a time. like a sports show for a little bit right. there. You know, I mean, obviously, I think peak Jay Moore was Jerry Maguire. Probably. You know, I mean, that was yep. one of the biggest movies uh, in the 90s, and he he was a part of it. You know, but always had, like, pretty, kind of played the same character. Had a, had a decent comedy career, but never, you know, through the stratosphere. But marrying... Marrying funny. But, ma- yeah. but marrying the owner of the Lakers, good for you, man. Good for you. She's pretty. They she, are oh, cute. Pretty. They're they are a good couple. They're age appropriate. She's yeah. not much older than him. He no. I think he may actually be older than her. Uh but, yeah, no, they're a good looking couple. I mean, they they look like they fit together. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that they started dating as early as twenty seventeen. Didn't go public with the relationship until twenty twenty one, but um this past weekend. Private little ceremony in Malibu, like twenty people of immediate family, Cute. and they uh, they got hitched. So good for you, Jay Moore. Yeah, man, that's a win for the good guys. Wait, how did this? How did us flirting our way to the top? Are you saying that he flirted his way into? I mean, he I can mean, own half the yeah, Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Speaking and if Lakers. not, you're missing out, you moron. <laughs> you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Chris is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Chris? How you doing? Good morning. Doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. We have five clips. They're all 30 seconds in length. You're trying to figure out these songs, and you're looking for the artist as well as the song title for a full point. Lifelines are there if you need them. Here we go with number one. Hard to believe, Mahoney. That only has 12 views on that oh, bad boy. Oh, man. I know. It needs more. From an artist just known as Stefan. Okay. Oh. Mm. Oh, interesting. Is that uh, Steve Urkel's, Steve Urkel's uh, uh, cool twin? That's exactly right. That who's Stefan Urkel? Steve, or excuse me, Chris, do you know it? <laughs> Mess me up with the Urkel. <laughs> you know what Aerosmith? That's Aerosmith, yeah. Uh, is it I Don't Want to Miss a Thing? Is that it? Is it? No. It's, it's Angel by Aerosmith, but you get a half Angel. point on that one. Get a half point on that one. Got a halfie. Sorry. Yeah. He was right. Stefan Tyler. 
<laughs> Very nice. All right, here we go on to the next one. Uh, this one a bit more popular. 951 views on this from Lost in Transnation. Oh, yeah. Right. And we got to stop it right there. Oh. Do you know that one or do you need some help? I think it's You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet by BTO. That is correct, brother. You're on the board with one and a half points now. Full point there. The next one here has 116 views. So, again, not that par- popular. This is from uh, Clark Laws. Mm. And we'll stop it right there. That's 30 seconds. Chris, do you know it? Well, it's pretty bad. It's uh, heat of the moment, Asia, I believe. Yeah. Well done. Doing good. Doing All right, good. so you got two and a half. You got two more to go. You need one and a half more points in order to win today. Both lifelines are still intact. Here we go on to number four. 210,000 views from Biden Band. Okay. 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 I'm for Okay. Sounded just like Joe. You know actually. what? Yeah, I mean, it was clips from Joe, right? We, I mean, we had the Trump one was last week or week before, whatever it was. So, you know, uh, you know fair and balanced around. That's here. what we do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, do you know that one, Chris? Well, the the music sound like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I guess that's got to be the lyrics. Then sound nothing like it. Uh, that's Black Sabbath. Yeah, there you go, brother. Excellent. You know what? I really like the fact that we're just able to chill over here. Like we're not having a stress. Nope. Mahoney and I are just having a, a, a sip of our coffee and tea. Not yeah, even have to work. You guys are being lazy lovers today, but that's you know right. what? Sometimes that's okay. Final one here. All you need is a half point. 281 views on this one. Let's see if you can get this. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. Gotta leave you behind. That's the truth. So I'm it not sounded sure. like they were doing it like that was one person who was trying to do it like layered almost layered and just almost, layered yeah. it incorrectly. Okay. We'll get to the production quality later. Okay. That might come later. Chris, for the win, all you need is a half point. Well, what do you got, brother? I feel bad that they haven't done anything. So you guys want to take that one? <laughs> what a, he's he's making Audrey work. <laughs> that's said something. bull crap, man. I just wanted to chill. Wait, really? Yeah, do it. Oh, oh. this queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> 
Carry on, carry on. What a pity play. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Man, you would think that a police officer would know better than to run from the cops, but here we go. That's how the Redneck Report starts today. A Polk County deputy has resigned after he was charged with fleeing arrest and driving under the influence. He's only 22 years old. His name is Jacob Kite. He's driving his Subaru Impreza going 105 miles per hour in a 60 at 12.06 a.m. He was later clocked going over 130 miles an hour in a 45 while right, trying bro. to run. Yeah, All right, yeah. bro. Uh, eventually, they pit maneuvered his ass. So he was hired as a uh, like a detention deputy in training back in February 2020, became a deputy sheriff in 2023. But doesn't he just have such a punchable face? I mean, 22, I'm sorry, man. Like, you should not be able to be a cop at 22. Ah, he looks like, like he real. still plays with Beanie Babies. He's got the, what really bothers me is his haircut. Like, this is worse than Lloyd's haircut from Dumb and Dumber. That's like, like they put a bowl that had been microwaved too long and had warped around his head and cut his hair. I'm with you, man. 22 years old. Like, what are you doing being a cop at 22 years old? No. No, nah, man. Like, no. You, you do not need that kind of responsibility and that kind of authority at 22. Uh, 22-year-olds 20, in stuff this day like and this. age? Yeah. yeah. Nah, man. That nah. guy was a cop? Yes. That's a cop. So uh, that doesn't look like a cop. No. At all. And I feel like that should have been a red flag. Dude, I feel you like you in... know who looks like a cop and who doesn't. Dude, you gotta... And if you have that haircut, you are not meant to be a cop. You got to have a cop haircut. <laughs> you yes. have to have a cop haircut. Yeah, that's that the law. Not. That's literally law. I feel like it is cop 101. He At was, least uh, shave it off. He was also charged with aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer, mm. so that's cool. Leaving the scene of a crash with property damage, reckless driving, and multiple driving infractions. So, yay. Cool. Uh, so, this is pretty metal. Uh, a woman from Miami led law enforcement on a chase after she stole an ambulance from a hospital. <laughs> okay. In her hospital gown. Hell yeah. She yeah, had to get out of there, she Dave. She did. She got to go. Where'd she go? It's 25-year-old Marquisa Allen. She was sitting on a bench outside of the hospital in her hospital gown when she noticed, oh, that ambulance is unattended. That seems pretty convenient for me. Still in her hospital gown, she stole the ambulance, unaware that there's a GPS tracker in the vehicle because, of course, there oh, is. Oh, I wouldn't have done that. I mean, the, the, it's every, like, public vehicle at this point, I think, has GPS what, tracker. Like Apple Maps? Yeah. I'll just put an Apple <laughs> AirTag in there, man. That's all you got to do. So as the as the troopers closed in on her, she, uh, she left the ambulance and started to run in her hospital gown. Just oh, yeah. boos, butt cheeks. Booty out. Cheeks flapping, out. Clapping. Just, all there right. she goes. She's twerking or she's yeah. running? <laughs> she was running. And they caught her a very short distance later, apprehended without violence. Oh, man, you'd have to say short distance later. Yeah. Yeah, she's a slow even, runner. Uh-huh. Why even run? Just kind of just get out. Just yeah. get out of the ambulance. Maybe take a stroll. Oh stroll away from the scene. And finally, uh, this uh, this guy, you know, he's uh, a real creep. He's breaking into people's houses. Nobody likes that. But at least he knows what he wants. So shortly after 8 a.m., de- deputies responded to a home Very burglary good. going on. At the scene, the deputies learned the homeowner called 911 because they discovered a man sleeping next to a pile of tools inside of his garage. And the, the man uh, was, uh, uh, he, he actually woke up the homeowners, fled the scene, and left the tools behind. At the same time, the detectives were hearing about a nearby separate burglary where the suspect had entered a residence and helped himself to some ice cream, also was getting some tools, clothing, jewelry, all while the homeowner was asleep. Thinking the two cases may be related, they searched the area and noticed the suspicious person removing tools from an unlocked trailer just a few houses away. So this guy went from one house where he was trying to steal tools, he'd accidentally fallen asleep. As you do. And then he went to another house, stole some tools, had some ice cream in the process. Got a little sleepy. Had the cops called on him. 
but he had left that house and then went to a third house and was also in the process of stealing tools and trying to get ice cream. So, if the homeowners were asleep, who are these people out in the wild who could sleep through any sort of, even if this guy was the quietest burglar in the world, which my guess is he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, looking at him, he, he seems like he'd be clanking them tools around. He looks like Eric, that looks like Eric Roberts, the actor Eric Roberts. Does, yeah. Who has been on a 10-day meth bender. But, like, if you're able to sleep through that, like, I hear. Absolutely frightening. I hear the door crack. Even, like, I'm a one light millimeter. Too, and I yep. am up. That guy, how, I don't like his face. How old do you think that guy I is? I mean, at least 60. Mahoney? I mean, he looks at least 65, but he's probably like 40. He's 42. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Just wanted to call in and say I really appreciate you putting the full number on on the radio because I tried to call in a few months ago and I couldn't figure out how to type letters in on the dial thing so and I really appreciate putting the putting the actual number message deleted. I think that's that, that he's he sounds like a younger caller uh yeah but I, I mean like the, even the iPhone just no has I know it. but that's yeah. it's just yeah. not something that they were accustomed they to like the we were, era. yeah we had the t9 like i could t9 text with one hand while driving like a champ mm-hmm. yeah because i think that looking at the numbers would i have to click three times in order to get to the letter to the farthest to the right no i mean that's what i i mean that's what you have to do on t9 I mean, no, is, but we're not t9 anymore i know we never spell out Yo, yo dummy. dummy. I don't know what that actual number is. It's just 833-YO-DUMMY. If you can't figure out the letters on the phone, then you are too much of a dummy to call us. That's fine. It's not that complicated. No, but those guys. are the kind of people who are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Dave, I love, like, the guy who just said Roll Tide yesterday Dude. made no sense. Yeah, don't, yeah, <laughs> he was the best. Dave, we can't be the old folks who are just like, if you don't understand how to work a road or a phone, you're not making a phone call. We can't be those people. No, man, we're inclusive. We, we want everybody. I want even the youngs. Come yeah. on. Youths, come on, fellow kids. <laughs> the you, youth are our future, Dave. Have uh, you ever you've asked, got kids? Yeah. Have you ever asked your kids to to say like, how would you say to call me? Like using their hand. Most people do like almost like that hang loose style, mm-hmm. like put it up to their ear and say call me. Ask your kids to do that same thing and see what they do. It's not going to be like the hang loose thing. It's probably going to be a flat hand because an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And they're going to put that flat hand up to their ear. My little kids wild? do two things. Uh, we They have like little fake cell phones because uh-huh. they sell like candy filled cell phones at stores just oh, like they gosh. used to sell us candy cigarettes back in the day. Like all, they're conditioning all, us. All are it. still causing cancer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's either that or a banana because as a dad, anytime you banana pick up phone? a banana, you have to go, hello. Banana phone? Yeah, it's a banana Have phone. Have you played da, da, them the, bana- da, 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 da. the banana, banana phone, phone song? Not yet. No, you gotta, you gotta I'm waiting. Them. I'm waiting to Can I spring them? that on them, yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Dave and Mahoney. I listened to Dave's story about Cabo and wanting calamari. I went to a place and ordered crab cakes, and I love crab cakes. However, when I got the crab cakes, it wasn't even real crab. They had used imitation crab. Um, I don't know who does that, but... Needless to say, I sent it back. I was not paying like the 18 bucks for crab cakes that was the imitation crab. Message deleted. Could you guys tell the difference between real crab yes, and imitation sure. crab? Uh, this year. Okay. I'll tell you this. If you want to ruin something, 
Like you really want to just like ruin something for crab. you. Don't watch the crab. Don't thing. watch the imitation. How imitation <gasps> crabs made. It's, oh. it's just pink it's, goo. It's, it's just, disgusting. You remember how the nuggets are made, right? Oh, my gosh, the yeah. chicken nuggets when but, it was all pink but, goo. But oh, then, I hate then it. Then they add additional, like, red dye to make it look yeah. like it's ah. not Dude, white. It's, oh, that's maybe itchy. And yeah. I see, here's the thing. I like the taste of, like, like I know all the sushi I'm getting is fake crab sticks anyway because I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to pay the big-time money for real you know, crabbing my sushi, mm-hmm. but it's just it. Watching that is one of those things. It's like, well, I'll never watch like a factory farming video. My wife, oh, what was it, twenty yeah. some odd years ago, she made her a vegetarian. She watched. It she she, she did. It, she did a college paper on factory farming, and that got her off of meat for twenty years. Yeah. See, I watched. She's finally now back on. You, dra- you dragged her back. Yeah, in. after being with me for twelve of those twenty, uh, she's finally she's finally on. Like, oh, I'll eat fish now. Yeah. We yeah. watched a video uh, in the studio one day, Mahoney. Supersized me too. Two. It was about, about chicken. big chicken, and uh, I uh, I kind of still get a little weirded out. See, by but chicken. like, but what Chick Fil A and a spicy chicken sandwich comes. See, but that's name. not chicken. <laughs> that's that's Chick Fil A. That's Chick Fil A. That's different. That's spicy. That's spicy, spicy breaded something. That's not that's mm-hmm. not chicken. See, I can totally disassociate. Like I if if I don't see it in chicken form, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I don't buy a whole chicken that couldn't and possibly, handle it. That couldn't possibly be a chicken. It's it, got a pickle on it. it. <laughs> be on the Dave and Mahoney show by leaving a voicemail at 833 Yo Dummy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we were talking yesterday about how I was in Cabo over the long weekend. First day there, Thursday, dude barfs in the pool. Four o'clock in the afternoon. Like in in the pool. In the like, pool. We're not, talking. Not by the pool. In the water they where they had to, to kick everyone out of the main hotel pool. Like it was Caddyshack and there was a turd floating there. Yeah, I mean, he was, I mean, to be fair, it's got like a swim up bar and it's, you know, all inclusive place. So people are drinking. Like you should be. But like, keep it together, I buddy. can't imagine this was like, this is not a college kid No, he was, he was celebrating to, his 50th birthday. And you were celebrating your friend's 40th. That's which right. These are milestone birthdays. I have to imagine nice establishments. It's a nice establishment. It's not the sort of place where it's like an all out spring break type party, you know, it's just not, not that senior Frogs. Exactly. We did go to Senior Frogs, but that's a different. Of course you did. God, I'm such a piece of garbage. Yes, you are. Uh, so Amy on Facebook, at Dave Mahoney, said, accidentally sprayed my friend's entire house with pepper spray because I thought it was body spray while I was at an apartment, <laughs> and we cleared the entire house out. Dang. How do you... Oh, man. I would love to just see the reaction on everybody's face when you think that that's body spray, and it turns out to be pepper I spray. I mean, Axe spray <laughs> and... Uh, like a black can of pepper spray, I could see getting a little bit. What confused. do you think hurts worse, getting sprayed with Axe to the eyes or pepper spray? <laughs> Probably Axe. Probably. Uh, dude, this is rough. And Mahoney, you know, you and I used to have like a weekly poker game that we would do. We did. Kevin said, I threw up on the poker table during the monthly game with the friends, all over everything and everyone. So the felt. 
the felts, oh. the cards, oh. the chips. Oh. Like, you got to throw we all that away, right? loved playing poker. And yeah. we played, uh, you know, we had a pretty regular game that was going on for a while. Uh, Dave, do you want to say, tell the story about how your poker table was ruined? <laughs> so there's this, there this kid named Nick who used to play in the band Static X. I don't know if you remember them. Yes, uh, but, I've heard you guys talk about them. Yeah, I mean, he he was, you know, kind of like friends of friends or whatever. Yeah. Nice guy, though. Really And, liked him. you know, he'd mentioned that he liked poker. I was like, oh, we do like a weekly game. You know, you're welcome to come over if you want. He's like, I would love to. Well, Nick came over, and Nick proceeded to get, like, Static X drunk. <laughs> like, very, 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 like, three sheets to the wind, just gone. And we're sitting there, and we're all playing this game, and he grabs his bottle of Jack Daniels and takes a big pull of it. And this is like a brand new bottle. So he cracks it, takes a pull of it, and then just looks at us dead in the eyes and just takes it and just dun, 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 dumps it, empties the entire bottle all over the table. And I was just like, it is time for you to go, Nick. <laughs> and the next day, I was telling him how this, the, the night ended because he asked. And I was like, you don't remember dumping the entire bottle oh, of Jack the Daniels? Oh, the scaries that and that guy must have like, had. Oh, bro, I am so sorry. And to his credit, later that week, a new poker tabletop did show up oh, at my that's house. Good. So okay. he, he did make things right. Um, but that was that was the end of uh, that was pretty much the end of our poker. Nick being, uh, yeah, actually, actually, I think that, that was that, that killed it. That killed it. That yeah. killed that. Uh, that was the. Whew. Well, he poured one out for the end of your all's poker careers. He did. He, he poured one out for our our dreams of becoming professional poker. If players. you ever see me drinking Jack Daniels straight from the bottle. I'm calling call, the cops. I'll say, call my wife. For real. You need to go home. Yep. This is Dave and Mahoney. All right, so go to Facebook for this one, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney. Our girl, Hot Tub Lori, she said, let's take this all the way back to 1979 for me. A friend was double piercing my ear with a good old-fashioned needle and potato at a house party. I knew that I was going to pass out, and there was nowhere to sit because there were so many people there. So I sat on a guy's lap that I didn't know. And sure enough, they went to pierce my ears. And I passed out, and I peed all over his lap. Oh, no. Uh, my most embarrassing moment ever. <laughs> Hot tub Lori, you didn't even use an ice cube to start to numb your ear? You know what? Maybe this is why she's Hot tub Lori now, because if she does accidentally pee again, you'll nobody, never know. Nobody ever knows. Everybody never pees know. in a jacuzzi. Everyone pees in the jacuzzi. That's why you never that. go into a jacuzzi. Don't ever do that. So I'll just quickly... You pee in your own jacuzzi, though. You don't pee in your own jacuzzi. I, I mean, that I it just like becomes like a hot toilet. Like a hot, bubbly <laughs> toilet. No, you don't pee in your own jacuzzi. Uh, so Be better than that. The uh, the first time that I drank Crown Royal, and not the last time, but I've never enjoyed Crown Royal since. Because you know how it is. Like you get not sick on apple? the liquor. Now, the, well, yes, Crown Apple the, hits. Crown Apple hits. That, <laughs> we are right. so trashy. It's straight <laughs> sugar. Yeah. We're so trashy. Yeah. <laughs> So so it was freshman year of college. I'd never had Crown Royal before. And we went over to my friend's parents' house who were out of town. And he busted into their liquor cabinet and got what that was the quote-unquote good stuff. And supposedly this Crown Royal had been aged since the 1980s. And I'm like, no one ages Crown Royal in hindsight, but I didn't know that at the time. Guys, you know, anybody who's listening doesn't know anything about bourbon or whiskeys or anything like that. The the beverage stops aging the moment it comes out of the barrels. If it's just sitting in glass, it's just old at that yeah, point. It's, no like, it's not like it's aged 20 extra years it's not like because wine. it was sitting in the oak. No, it's just been sitting in a dusty-ass cabinet. So hmm. he busts this stuff out, and we drink it. And you know how you get to the point where you're like, you know that you're going to be sick, but you know that if you move, it's going to make it worse? Mm-hmm. It was one of those moments where I'm sitting in his, I believe it was his dad's recliner, which, looking back, makes this far more egregious. And I know that I can't move to grab the trash can 
because I can't see a trash can without puking. And I also know that if I don't get up, I'm going to puke where I am. And so, so that's quite the conundrum. And so I decide to vomit everywhere. <laughs> Not because I wanted to, because you I vomited made... in another man's recliner and all over the carpeted living room floor. It would be less egregious oh. had you had an affair with his mom. I know, man. <laughs> what is... Not another man's recliner. Not a... What am I you vomiting, vomit man? And it was oh, it... and it was fabric. Was it a fabric? It one? was fabric too, oh. and it was like down in between. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. That was that <laughs> man's like, safe spot, Dave. Yeah. And I ruined it. <laughs> His place to go and relax after a hard day's work. And this I is why it. your karma is you wanting a recliner. And I today. can't. And my wife won't let me have one. That is exactly <laughs> this is right. The Earth and world's I've, karma. I've wanted a recliner for years, and my wife will, will not let me have one. Doesn't match the aesthetic. It's because what? I do not deserve one. You're right. <laughs> what ended up happening? Did you like have to talk to your friend's dad? Did no, you- they were out of town, so I, I never even got like the follow up because my other friend like dragged me out of there, threw me in his truck, and took me back. You to the never dorm. even found like. Did you ever hear from the friend whose house you threw up at? He ever never again? Talk to me again. No way, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we weren't that close of friends, so I didn't really care. Oh, so but- it was just like. Like, it was like you a going over to the party house. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but still, it was. Uh, Could you imagine? It's, no, I that can't. Turned not, around on you. I think about that in now. Like 15, 20 like, years, I'll, when your when your son is twenty. Oh, I'd beat him. Beat him. You're you not going to be able about? to beat your son. I know he's, he's going to be huge. twenty, <laughs> and you're going to be sixty-five. <laughs> he's so, going to whoop your ass. So I have a couple party fouls that I feel like I could just like pull out of a hat sure. and just choose yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but the one that stands out to me the most, my sister, I traumatized her as, huh. a, as a young lady. That's hilarious. For two reasons. One, one time I got really drunk and then snuck out of the house and came back in and I had like declothed myself of some sorts and oh, went no. to go get like popcorn from the kitchen. Did she find her butt naked big sister Dude, out there I getting popcorn? Dude, I was butt naked eating popcorn. <laughs> she, she woke up in the middle of the night oh, to me no. standing in front of her watching whatever she had on TV, just eating popcorn, like just butt to face. <laughs> How old was she at the time? She Okay, so she's eight years younger than me and I was probably 16. Oh, So my. she's a kid. She was eight, man. That's why what she's, is happening? She's going to be in therapy for the rest of her life. <laughs> she literally talks about that all the time and she was like do you know how terrifying that was i bet me just being like the cookie monster like (laughs) dave mahoney hello hey i have a good party style all right what'd you do um i got a little too shaded to the wind um got into a fight with a cowboy uh flicked his hat off uh co-workers tried to reel me in end up falling into one of their fire pits that was lit and thank God I didn't get seriously hurt, but the outfit I wore had a huge burn hole in the back, and my coworkers had to eat me out of there, threw me in a truck, and took me home. <laughs> what were you drinking that night? Um, first off, I was taking shots of gin. Which- oh, oh yeah. Okay, this is your fault. <laughs> yep, this is an all on you. <laughs> shots of gin. I'm a gin and tonic drinker, so uh, I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but that should have been my clue to uh, to stop. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I went on vacation this past weekend for the holiday weekend, and some dude threw up in the pool at 4 o'clock in the afternoon Ooh. on a Thursday, which is a pretty big party foul. 
on his 50th Celebrating birthday. his 50th Dude, you birthday. Should, you know Come your on, levels. Come on. You know your limits at that point. Everyone had to get out of the pool. So we're talking about the, the worst party foul that you've ever committed. Uh, Chad said that I was carrying a whole tray of multicolored jello shots through my friend's house with white carpeting, and I tripped and... Dude, if you All have a party carpet. at your house and you got white carpet, that's on you. Yeah, it's kind of like you should not. Yeah. You are not a host. You should not be hosting parties if you got white carpet. See, but I mean, if you're a kid, I mean, I don't know how old these people were, but I mean, if you're like younger, even in your 20s or whatever, you're not. You don't care about carpet. Yeah. You're renting. Like you don't. You think, that's not your carpet. Man, I, I care about. When we we my parents we had green carpet like that 70s green like thick ass carpet. Uh, in our house for many years. And then I think in like 1989, 1990, we got white carpet. What are are you doing? I mean, I was like nine or 10 at the time. And so I became very aware of, uh, you know, how to keep that carpet clean. Tyler said, this is a pretty big party file on my part. I slapped a woman on the bottom because I thought it was my best friend. Now, to be fair, my best friend does have a very round bottom for a man. And I got her hard, and she wanted to kill me, but I think that she knew it was an accident because of how hard I was apologizing. <laughs> like, you walk up, because you like when you smack your buddy on the butt. Yeah. Like, it's violent. And you t- she turns she turns around, and it's a woman. You're like, like ah! Yeah. Did your friend hit? Like, I'm just curious how you how drunk you were to be able to mistake one ass for another. Oh, I got man. my butt smacked in a club before by a woman, and uh, it was a wonderful uh, lesbian woman, but she smacked my butt, and I turned around thinking it was one of my friends that I was with. So I turned back, and I was like, ha, 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 funny, playful thing. And then she was just like, hey, mama. I was like, ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was that was. Is that how lesbians do? They just walk around and just go, That's what she did to me. Did she at least buy you a drink afterwards? Yeah, come on. Uh, no. <laughs> ah, you got played. I did. I got assaulted. <laughs> my poor little butt cheeks. Sapphire said, well, I got a tad bit smashed and I was trying to be sexy with my lover and took another shot and uh, I threw up all over his lap. Lots and of puking that, stories that here. That killed the mood. You ever accidentally wet somebody else's bed? Audrey, I have. over to you. No, I don't like, I know. I, like, Audrey, I know. over to you. No, we're not going to Audrey on this one. No, Thank I you. have not peed somebody else's You've bed. never done that? Like, no, I you got, have? I remember there was a night where I got so drunk at this, like, little Irish bar, mm-hmm. and we're partying, we go back to the girl who I was dating. I think I was 20 at the time, and yeah. she was 19, mm-hmm. and had her own place with her older cousin who was 26. Oh, my. So, so you know, it felt like I was a, a, a real adult mm-hmm. at this point, and I remember that, uh, you know, after a, a night of... Uh, relations. Mm, oh. Y'all but, were just holding hands. Yeah. You know, leaving effort for Jesus. That uh, <laughs> I was so drunk that I couldn't get out of bed because I knew that my friend was hooking up with her. The, the cousin? On the floor? But it was on the floor. Of course oh, it was on the floor. Man, so you don't want to like. <laughs> just so trashy. <laughs> you, 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 so you're just, trashy. You're just, we're just pieces of garbage. Just at, what is up with a, a feral 20 something or feral teen? Like, you, you just settle down. The hormones are raging, man, and to where you're just like, yeah, the floor will do. I remember I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> so bad, but I couldn't because this was going on. So I was like, I'll just pass out. And in the pass out, ended up. Uh, that girl ever call you back? Yeah. Yeah. You just made it through that? Good. Yeah. It's good. Surprisingly. It's good. Yeah. Audrey, yeah. over to you. Why? You're so annoying. <laughs> she doesn't have to tell us. Yeah. Story. One time, twice. Uh, with the same guy, though. And, oh, that's good. Yeah. And he was very that's kind. A, that's a testament to you. But I lied. So whenever I peed the bed the first time, again, I was in college mm-hmm. and we were an item. And he was like, 
you'd be the best. And I was like, no, nah, man, I brought a drink in here and it must have spilled. <laughs> like, was it a drink of urine? <laughs> yeah, because it smells like just absolute pee. It smells like asparagus, pee. lady. Yeah, and I did and I did that the second time, too. Mm. And I just, I don't know what's up with that. I, like, why does that happen? Did you get too drunk and you're too young? You don't, you don't know? Like, I feel I'm a firm believer, like, in your, like, college years. Just rubber sheets. <laughs> That's so like true. Like you go back bring to like back. toddler dumb, yeah, like yeah. back to like when you're learning how to be we potty trained. We are regressing, yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, but there's nothing worse than like if you were to have rubber sheets and be in your 20s and in college and, and doing that and trying to like. Girl gets in bed with you and it's like, screech, screech. <laughs> like, oh. I like the friction, baby. Uh, final, final one here from, uh, from Steve said, 1979, I rode my bicycle to a kegger up on Green Hill just outside of my hometown in Missouri. And after consuming too much alcohol, I passed out. And fell into the bonfire. Oh, I woke up no. the next day blistered and had burns on my face and hands. So don't feel so bad about peeing in somebody's bed twice. It's fine. At least you didn't fall into a fire. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut. This is Mullet Over with Dave and Mahoney. Trish is joining us today for a round of Mullet Over. Trish, let me ask you a question. Do you or does anyone in your life currently have a mullet? No. Mm, missing out. You gotta have a, If you have at least one friend with a mullet, I feel like your life is a little more fun. It's a little bit better, you yeah. know? Well, I have friends. Yeah. I oh, so you do have some friends? Have. Okay, great. All right, so good. Yeah, you, but not family. Yeah, you, you need those people around in order to uh, to spice yeah. things up a little Ow. bit. Because a mullet is always a good time. So here's what the way this game works. I'm going to play you three clips, and you got to figure out which one of these people has a mullet in order to get the win today. They all sound like okay. they possibly could have a mullet, but only one of them does. Mahoney and Audrey, they're both in the dark, so they're here to help you out today. They're just going to work it out, but they do not know the correct answer. The fir- first guy here, he's uh, he's got a, a tough question that nobody wants to ask when it comes to manscaping. Here we go. Beer can logic question of the day. You shave your nuts or your cooch, but you don't shave your butt. Is that considered a mullet? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> wow! Never th- Are you joking? Because yes, actually, never thought of it that party way. Party in the front, party in the back. Yeah, you, you got to get, get the back too. Yeah, you got a butt uh, mullet. You got a butt that, mullet. <laughs> that man does not have a mullet. I will, I will bet everything that that man does not have a Buzz mullet. Buzz cut. Okay, yeah, right. no bald. Oh, you think he's bald? bald. Okay, okay. Oh, all right. Or very, very short. He's a hat guy. Well, yeah. Trish, you uh, you don't have to answer the question right just yet. But does that guy strike you as somebody that could have a mullet? No. Okay. All right, here we go on to number two. Uh, this guy said the uh, the real reason uh, this redneck drives a big old pickup truck is this. You know, a lot of people think just because I drive a big old jacked up lifted truck that I'm really into the outdoors like some kind of redneck. You cannot be more wrong. Actually, it's because I'm really self-conscious about my tiny d- <laughs> Mullet. <laughs> Taking mullet. That guy sounds fun. Uh, That's, if he yeah. doesn't have a mullet grow it up, baby, he'd be real fun. Get your mustache, yeah, too, while you're at it. Get a Go full-blown Alan Jackson. Get a chain. Yeah, get a chain. chain. It's like, are you cosplaying 90s Alan Jackson, or are you just a uh, minor league baseball player at this point? All right, third and final <laughs> one here before you, uh, before you make your guess, Trish, is uh, this guy says he's a hardcore criminal who never switches, uh, snitches, rather, has uh, bragging rights about all of his felonies, though. Anyway, my daddy uh, got caught 68 guns and a grenade. A grenade? grenade. grenade. What was he doing with hey, the grenade? Hey, we ain't here to tell on people. I ain't here. <laughs> we ain't here to snitch. We're not hey, a I ain't never wrote a statement on nobody. I got three felonies and beat four, and I'm one up on the state, I believe. Oh, <laughs> one up I on the state. I love all three of these men. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm attracted to all of them. Of course you are. <laughs> 
can we can we just remove number one? There's no way number one has a mullet. Trish, would you agree you wanna you wanna kill off number one? Yeah, let's kill number one. Yeah, number one is out of here. That is what crazy. does he, he look posed. like? Dave? He looks a great like a, question. He, he looks like a real life cowboy. Like he's got a cowboy hat on, pretty big beard. Oh, but yeah, he's hundred you know? percent. He's not. He doesn't have any hair. Yeah, no hair oh, under that cowboy hat. Oh my gosh! All right, so this is where things get a little tricky. Number two, funny, could be a fun mullet. Mm-hmm. But number the, three sounds actually like a redneck. But there's three people in that clip, so it could be any one of the three. I'll tell you this much though: that was the, we we only saw him. Oh, okay. So the others were off camera. I don't know, man. I'm sticking with my instinct is telling me that two is funny, and he's doing that maybe mullet out of irony, yeah, like right. out of like a funny ironic sort of situation. He's probably wearing a hat to where you could just see the baby mullet growing. That's just my that's my that's my instinct. I'm, I'm going with number two. Also, I would love it to be number three, but I don't think it is. All right, Trish, time to make your decision. Okay. I think we're going to go with number three. Final answer. Final answer. I'm sorry. It was number two. It was number two. Let me see that. Let me see that, man. Yeah, th- thank you for playing today, Trish. We certainly do appreciate you. So the bottom guy, he actually just kind of looks like he's uh, on uh, on drugs. Let me see. He does look like three-time felon. Yeah. Uh, that Baby is charges. if John Turturro and Kid Rock had the ugliest baby <laughs> who did meth ever. That yeah. is what that Kid guy Rock. looks like. You guys were spot on. It was number two. The, 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 the dude just was fun, had a good time, relatively young guy, and had, had the mullet rocking. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. All I want in life is money, not gifts, you know, unless those gifts are money. Whenever, um, you know, I receive clothes or something for a house gift, I think, great. You just gave me a chill because now I got to go to the store and return this thing. Message deleted. There is nothing more awkward than having a love language that is not your partner's and it's met with like awkwardness. But how many people like here at least do our love languages match up? No, no ones because it's all different, right? I I mean, everyone's are different. But I mean, I guess the one that and like this gentleman just called and said giving giving or giving gifts is definitely definitely different than receiving gifts from a partner. Some people don't like getting gifts. I don't like, like, find it like awkward. I particularly don't like getting gifts because I just, just don't, but I like giving gifts. Exactly. There's a difference. What kind of gifts are we talking about? Cause like I like giving and receiving certain things, but like actual, like, you know, gifts for the holidays or birthday, I don't have any impulse control. That's my problem is that if I want something, I tend to just go get it. Even yeah. if I can't afford it, I'm just like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to treat myself. Yeah, what do you it's mean? Friday. What is impulse control? Yeah. So the idea of like my wife trying to sift through all of these ideas of like stuff to get me, she does a pretty good job, but like that's, that ain't easy, man. I have a friend who is like the best gift giver, who's like every gift is thoughtful and has meaning and like there's just so much, you know, love put into it. And I'm just like, how do you do that? Every gift. They have something. foresight. They plan so far ahead. You can't be that type of person and be a last minute gift giver. I've got no foresight whatsoever. Like I could see like 10 minutes ahead and that's about it. 
Yeah, you're also not like taking mental notes of like little things, little cues well, that you pick up in conversation. I would say that's 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 not necessarily true. Jeez, Dave. No, because <laughs> you're not really like an active listener. <laughs> I am an active listener, but no, I'm not. saying like with my wife, like we've been together for so long. I, I like at this point, there's not like anything that like is special. That I could get her, you know, but I do like nice things like, you know, we're getting ready to go on a trip. So I sent her some Apple AirTags because I knew she wanted some AirTags for our luggage. So I sent them to the house yeah, that's very last nice. night. Yeah. That's sweet. But like, that's not like a romantic, well thought out gift. That's just like, oh, this is something that'll be nice and handy and will come and be, be useful. Did she this say thank be- you yet? Uh, they haven't got there yet. Well, well, well. She Ungrateful she, as always. She doesn't know they're there yet. <laughs> See, this is going to be some growth from me. Okay. Uh-huh. So uh, this is growth. Okay. Um, not every gift has to be out of pure romance. It could just be because you care about someone. What about convenience? That's also a thing. Like convenience. But I mean, if- because that's a part of like having a long-term relationship is that like, you are thinking of your wife in ways that maybe she is not. Like, it's not like you're, like, sitting there giving her flowers every day. I'll tell you what my next my next gift for her is, because I know she's not listening right now, 100% pots and pants. Nice. That's a good so gift. So she can finally get cooking for you. That's right, That's right. Mahoney. Pots and pants are expensive. Well, it's she, we're, yeah, getting, we're moving away from the, uh, like, the Teflon stuff. As you should be, we're Teflon to, is the mov- devil. We're moving to all like Stain- stainless copper steel. Ones? Oh. No, I can't afford those copper ones. Oh, I mean, but you're bougie, so I was expecting you to be like copper. Stainless steel. Well, you guys no, would get the you get the copper ones, but only to hang there. You wouldn't actually use them. As you should. That's I don't have the thing so to hang. Sexy man. I want that's like for a house. That's how you know you're rich if you got pans hanging as above decoration your, above your island. Thousands of dollars yeah, but, of pans not to be touched. But yeah. you and I know we'll never be. Home. We'll never. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Harry Potter turned out to be way too well-rounded for a kid who was raised by people who hated him and lived under the stairs. Message deleted. And the one person who he thought cared about him the most, no, the headmaster Dumbledore, literally knew he was being raised for slaughter. There's one. Or, there's only one or two ways that could have gone. Either he becomes a giant POS, or he's like the best well-rounded person on the planet. Yeah, he had a lot. He had to overcome a lot of adversity. Yeah, he was resilient to that Harry Potter. That's all. See, I, I also <laughs> wonder, you know, I worry. Do you worry worry about this, Dave? Because, you know, you 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 are raising four children and you you love them and you're giving them like attention and doing the things that you know And I rarely put them under the stairs. That's that's rare that's rare. That but was like, just until he was ten, almost eleven. Those are the most important years to put somebody under the stairs. Though. I lived in a closet for six months. <laughs> Don't act like if you man, if I would have had a s if I would have had a walk in closet of kids, I would have slept in that thing all the I time. I slept in there, man. I, I had a twin bed it. in a closet. Um <laughs> But I, I think about this. Like, my parents did a pretty good job raising me. They're like, loving, nice, everything I wanted, that sort of stuff. And I still turned out horrible. Like, maybe mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah, my toxic trait is uh, spoiling the hell out of my kids and then being furious when they act spoiled. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> this just came into my mind. I'm sitting here looking over my left side shoulder, and there are these guys... They're working for this company. I won't mention the company, but they're passing around a joint, and this just came to my mind. Do these guys even know where the other guys' lips have been at before they even started smoking that joint? Oh, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> oh, jeez. If you're afraid to smoke a joint or a blunt that somebody else is passing you, get out. 
Like, we are not. You don't need to, like, dude, get out of here man. with all People of that. People bite their nails after, like, not washing if their hands. If you're going to sit there and, like, wipe smoke. off a joint. Yeah, like, we're sitting here getting high in a parking lot. Like, spare me your dignity, sir. Yeah. Get out of here. I don't know. That. I feel like smoking weed is a little different. Like, you're not, like, uh, scrounging for weed like you were in the early two, before it was legal. It's different now, it certainly, is. that they have basically you max stores. You can get your own joint for five bucks no, now. No, but I know, but if you're sitting around, I mean, obviously these guys, it's like four dudes in a, in a, in a car. Like a work truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is let hot, them smoke. Man. Nope. Let them smoke. It's hot. And also, like, who's worried that worried about, you know, where somebody else's mouth has been? You know what you've done with your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know the things that you've done. And you're still out there ki- giving your kids a kiss on the head, uh-huh. letting your dog lick you on your open mouth. Don't I? Yeah. Yep. You know what your yep. mouth be doing. Yep. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So have you guys ever known a cop, an authority of some type that have kind of abused their power? Uh, I knew some friends who have uh, abused some powers uh, back home in Missouri. So I had a, a, a guy that I I worked with his wife. She was the manager of the Outback Steakhouse, and he was a deputy sheriff. And like, there were some some insecurities there, I would say. And like he would always like kind of roll into the restaurant, really like want to want to flex that he was a cop, uh-huh. know, let, let let people know. And power, it was strange. power hungry. Yeah, is a pre- really disturbing feature to be whenever you're a cop. He's a pretty young guy, probably mm-hmm. in his maybe late twenties at the time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he would come into the restaurant even when he was off duty, and he would always be that guy that was always wearing his badge and he's always wearing his gun, even when he was not on, on duty working. Yeah. Just to wanted let, people to know. Let everyone know that he's a cop. That's that an ick. That's an ick for me. Yeah, he, they, the, he the, the, the kind of people that don't need to be cops. Then could you imagine if, like, a teacher was just, like, flinging her lanyard no. around? Imagine like, a, a firefighter. Yeah. A firefighter. He's just rolling in garb. with a hose. <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Just wearing that hat. But the thing about this this particular fella uh, is that he would, he found it real funny is that people were messing with him that he would take out his extended baton and hit you in the knee with it. And I'm like, hey man, that is not funny. That is not funny. I mean, that is kind of. I funny. mean, it's funny if he doesn't catch you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? But th- there's this is a new level of of taking things a bit too far. Uh, fully in uniform. Have you guys seen the video? of This it's going viral on TikTok uh-uh. right now. It's all over the place. A uniformed police officer in Maryland was caught making out with a young woman in broad daylight. Young? Like normal young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like of age. Okay, because now I get nervous whenever I hear young woman. No, no, okay. I mean, she looked, she looked like she was certainly of age. Okay, but, okay, good, good, um, good. Like, this guy, I guess, has had some problems. Like, he was accused of, like, child abuse in the past because, ah! like, yeah, like his, like, girlfriend's three-year-old kid the or domestic? something like that. Oh, yeah. sheesh, that's horrific. The, the charges on that got dropped, but here's what's going on with this well, is that- There's reasons for that. Yeah, the footage- <laughs> which, again, has been posted online, showed a uh, Prince George County, which is in Maryland, cop making out with this girl, and then she goes and gets into the back seat of his cruiser like an it's a like SUV. A, is this like a, lady a, of the, a lady of the night? He gets in the back seat with her and shuts the door. It is wild. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up the video. Right well, we got to watch this stupid commercial first. I Thanks, know. YouTube. Hang so on, we'll there, wait. There's a second clip that appears to show yet another Prince George County cruiser pull up and park at oh that God, same her park. Legs are wrapped around him. I know. And there's another young woman that is seen running up and getting in and out of the vehicle. You can't see the cop at that one because I don't know if he's already in the back seat or what. No word if it's the same guy, but man, 
This is. I mean, if you're off, escorting her to the back seat. Yes. If you're off duty, it's time for that booty. You know, that's that's. But he's on duty. I mean, he may be off duty. He's in uniform. He's in uniform. Getting in the back seat with her. If it's in uniform, then it's time for you to perform. (laughs) I got rhymes for all these things, Dave. (laughs) This guy with people. Oh, there's so many people around. Middle of the day at a park, man. I mean, I mean that lady who got in there. She was hot. So, so you're all right with it. I ain't mad at it. Oh no. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So Kanye West has been banned for life from that Italian boat company. And at first, when I saw the picture, I thought it was like he just kind of bent down. And yeah, his it was just ass out. hanging out. No, no. I guess there was some sort of uh, illicit act that was going on. Yeah, his wife was doing uh, yeah. some. She was, uh, well, let's just say that uh, further inspection, the uh, the pants were down, his bare buttocks exposed, and his uh, his wife was seen uh, crouching between his legs. So not not sure what could have been going on there, but I have a, an idea. Do it like the rest of us and just pull it out of the zipper hole. What are you going to pull your hole no, 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 no. Oh, no. What are you going to pull it out? No, no. You should no. open it up. No, no. Oh, well, if you, you unbutton it. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were taping, like, the top button. No, no, no. But, like, through the, yeah. Like, you know, like, pull like it the, out and slip it off. Like, no. Not, like, why the top's still buttoned. <laughs> that would be horrible. Yeah. I don't, like, what kind of crazy, weird, I don't want to know what you guys are into. <laughs> but, I mean, for the fact that he was just all, like, butt. On you can't wood. have bare ass no. on one of those nice Italian boats. What and are you like, doing? Like, also, like, well, you're just trying too hard, man. Like, I, he is just like, if he did not have the talent that he had, he would be locked up. I think so. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? That's an indecent act. How is he, he not arrested? And he doesn't have the talent anymore, man. His stuff sucks. Also, hard. you guys have, I'm sure, a beautiful penthouse hotel room somewhere. Like, stop doing that in public. Just, well, she, his wife, has been basically walking around naked know, of Italy, and they're creepy. trying to get her off of the streets as well, because she is just in basically only head-to-toe pantyhose. Um, I, I mean, I feel like they're just trying. It's like trying too hard, not even to stay relevant in the just media, but like they just want attention. You're right, yeah. Larry. Just so cringy. It's gross. Uh, so Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are done. They put out a joint statement together that said... Did they tag each other? Four, I didn't know. Was I, it a repost from know. each other's... You know how you can like do a collaboration it on Instagram? It's a statement <laughs> from the two of us. So maybe so. Oh, After four like, wonderful dang. years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why. Truly, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. Nobody goes, hey, we've had four wonderful years. You know what? Let's just call this a day. Yeah. For no reason whatsoever. You got young kids. Uh, I guess the young kids are out on tour with Joe Jonas right now while Sophie is off doing whatever it may be. I don't know if there's any, like, you know, claims of infidelity or any of that stuff. Doesn't really matter, but it's over between the two of them. Um, Sophie Turner, of course, from Game of Thrones fame and Joe Jonas uh, of the Jonas Brothers. So they're, uh, they, they are done. So I saw over. a wild statistic the other day that 50%, we are now at 50% of first marriages resulting in divorce. Yeah, it's always yeah. been that way. Not 50. It's been pretty damn close. It's been pretty close to 50 yeah. for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, it was shocking to me. I guess not for the rest of the room. <laughs> I mean, we're, I mean, statist- I mean statistically, statistically, we're we're at like sixty six percent. So uh, Daryl Dixon, and that number probably was not going down. <laughs> so uh, Daryl Dixon, yeah, his his Walking Dead spinoff is actually getting pretty good reviews. 
Who would have thought, man? I, I mean, know. Like, I I, Daryl was easily the best character from Walking Dead, you know, even though he was not in the uh, original canon that was the, you know, the, the, the graphic novel and the comic book. But, uh, you know, obviously fans rallied around him. The actor Norman Reedus is phenomenal. I, uh, I fell off walking dead a long time ago just because of uh you know i think the lost yeah the lost series i've heard but i think you know with this getting good reviews being daryl focused i may come back for this particular spinoff here's what i like about it is that it totally gets away from everyone else because like what happened with me is it just gets so convoluted as to the characters and who was being eaten and who was not? Yeah. And just you know, was, sorry. As a person who's never watched the show for once ever, you just describing watch it the, as that. Watch season hilarious. one. Who's getting eaten around here? Dude, watch season one and that's it. That's really? the it's it's peak. So okay. he, he washes ashore in France and is struggling to piece together how he got there, and then his you know his journey back home and all that stuff. But it's starting out with basically like just him and then like a fresh new set of everything. Uh-huh. Do you so feel like they started that. doing this because The Last of Us did so well? Uh, maybe. I mean, it seems like that might have something to do with it, but I mean, I guess... Because he's really, like, clamoring for, like, zombie television again. So this is a six-episode debut season, but I guess they've already ordered a second season because getting such good reviews. Oh, well, great. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. You know what? Speed bumps have gotten way out of hand, okay? Now they've got these ones where there's like two in a row. I feel like I should trade in my car and go get a damn Jeep Wrangler. Message deleted. For real, like they have gotten aggressive. So I feel like my perspective on speed bumps has changed. As a father? Yeah, yeah, because they're in my old neighborhood. There used to be speed bumps all over the place. And I was like, this is just too much. You know, it's 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 impossible to drive 20 feet, it seems like, without hitting speed mm-hmm. bump. And I'm with you. Like, the double speed bumps, those are aggressive. We used to have two speed bumps at our old uh, studio. Yeah. And yeah. those were so annoying because it was in a parking lot. But now, just yesterday, I was outside in the front yard. The kids were just kind of running around playing. And, you know, there's people driving through the neighborhood. No speed bumps in that neighborhood. And, and? they're just flying, like... What are you doing? Why, why you would live you in a cul-de-sac, man? No, not in the cul-de-sac. That r- road that runs right in front of the house. Were they, were they speeding or were they just driving around in circles in the cul-de-sac? <laughs> bad out of hell. Like, like if you're going 40 miles an hour through that in neighborhood. In your neighborhood, that's, that's fast. That's real so. fast. Sure. That's real fast. And so I am going to start lobbying for more speed bumps. Don't, don't, be, the, don't be the neighborhood I'm speed, be speed bump, bump guy, guy. Dave. Speed bump guy. That's a line in the sand know. that I don't I'm think you've already come. got stickers to put on people's cars. I haven't were used any of those kind yet. of in your driveway area. Hold on. And no, you're no, no, yelling no, no, at people no, 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 who are children no, 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 running across no. your uh, teenagers. Your lawn. Teenagers. Those are teenagers. And now it was not somebody not near my not near my property blocking half my driveway. Yeah, he That's the difference. He should have had them towed. Dude, you are one more complaint away from being the that, old guy's house that nobody wants to be around. Good. Stay away from my house. You know how there's always that one house in the neighborhood that's like that has like the the story that's been told. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be that guy. So, you know, like house is that's haunted. What I'm aspiring to be. You see that fountain? It used to be turned on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but now there's a ghost that lives there, and he turned it off. Let me ask you this. So speaking about the house in the neighborhood that nobody <laughs> wants to be around, 
I'm I've been walking since the weather's you know it's cooling down a little bit, so I'm going out a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, the last uh, week or so, mm-hmm, yeah. walking in my neighborhood. But I just do not want to talk to anybody. So I see somebody who's like coming. You know, there's two sidewalks. You know, on each side of the road, you cross the street, and I will cross the street <laughs> when somebody's. I you see even, somebody. No, you don't even want to do the nod, the head nod. No, I like I, I like, and I don't know if that's just like if I'm if I'm drawing the line in my neighborhood for doing that. I just I just don't want to have any sort of interaction when because I hate walking in general, mm-hmm. and I, but I know I need to do it so I don't have a heart attack. So you just want to get it done. So I just want to get it done. Like, and any sort of slowing me down is just going to make it. E- Ten times worse. I'm with you. Please leave a message after the tone. Another fun music fact about the song All Along the Watchtower. Jimi Hendrix plays it really well. Super popular. Dave Matthews Band has been playing that song as a closer in their concerts for over 20 years. But who's it go back to once again? Surprise, surprise. Bob Dylan. All on the Watchtower came from him. Message I cannot imagine a Dave Matthews band cover of that. I've, I will seek that out later on today. I feel like I would like that. I don't think I will like that, though. Mm. I mean, I love Dave Matthews. I was actually listening to Dave Matthews, oddly enough, on the way in today. What, were you feeling hard time away? I, just, <laughs> I don't know. Do you, you, you want to go get a tramp stamp after the show? Like, what do you mean? I, don't, do you just listen I to haven't Dave listened to Dave Matthews legitimately. Came out to ants. So here... <laughs> Uh, it's marching. Thank you very much. Well, it's just ants for short. <laughs> so it, I hadn't listened. I legitimately haven't listened to like Dave Matthews like as like an album in like twenty three years. Yeah, the that's thing the, that, that is the anthem for um, divorced women. Well, it was my high school girlfriend. Like, like I loved Dave Matthews. Like growing, like when I was in high school, I loved Dave Matthews. And then my like first real girlfriend loved Dave Matthews too. Is she and now divorced? We, and then when we broke up. That like she she ruined Dave Matthews for me. So like today I like I, I don't know what I was feeling. I just you know turned it on. You know what? Do yourself a favor today and go back and listen to Crash by Dave Matthews Band and just realize how incredibly filthy that song is. I mean, a lot of songs. It is perverse. I did not even really realize because you know there's a lot of songs that are very um, obviously yeah a little raunchy. Yeah, I mean you shook me all night ra- long. Uh, you you kind of get what's going on there. But then you you listen to the lyrics from Dave Matthews' band Crash, and he's talking about hiking up skirts and crashing into me while I do something into you. I'd say, oh boy. I think that there is something intelligent, though, about that. You're getting away with it. Yeah. It's clever. Because he put it to just a, a fun nicer. little hokey Dave Matthews. Yeah, it it's is. Poetry. It? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, I hate to, uh, to victim blame, but here I go. Um... I think that you have brought this upon yourself. What? So you were talking about how you got stuck in some conversation with some older gentleman. <laughs> oh, yeah. For like 30 minutes, and you're trapped sitting there talking to him. This is this is your own doing. This is your I fault. so, too. Because you're the chatty type that likes to just strike up conversations with strangers. Well, and then she you talks, ran. She talks for a living. I know. So do we. But we don't talk to strangers because, ew. Well, it's because you're... And me, we're, we're we're not nearly as pretty as she is. Well, and that's true. Nobody wants to talk to us. But she could also like be <laughs> attractive and not talking. Um, I like being approachable, even though it's for content, Dave. I do it for the bit. Is that what it is? Okay. But <laughs> I so lean the, into it. The problem is that you ran into a Jedi night of conversation. I did, man, and I presented a question to the group. How do you get out of conversations that are running a little bit long? Like, say if you're at a party or, you know, a work gathering or if you bump into someone in the hallways, 
or a person who you went to high school with at the grocery store mm-hmm. and the conversation's running a little long. That's what ended up happening to me. Um, Cause you're right, Dave. I do enjoy chatting it up with strangers and random people. In this instance, I was in a store with my boyfriend. It was an all men's clothing store. And we just kind of wanted to take a look around cause we'd never been in this area before. And this guy who was working was the cutest little old man I've ever seen in my life. He was wearing suspenders. Oh man, it's a good look. And the the pants up to his nipples, man. Oh, like yeah, I just up wanted to, to squeeze him. Oh my god, he was so cute. So I was talking with him and he was following me around the store, <laughs> just continuing to chat it up. So yeah. every time I would kind of remove myself from the conversation and be like, all right, well, thank you so much. We'll let you know if, uh, if we have any questions. It was nice talking with you. So was he trying to sell you on something? No, it, it, just, just wanted to talk. Talking. Well, I mean, you're in an all men's clothing store and you're pro- and he's wearing spenders. My guess is there's not a lot of young, pretty women who roll into this place. This was his moment. Like, I mean, just he, to talk. I mean, yeah. I was, my boyfriend was right there and he was hey. just, he was just, he was doing that thing where he knew I was trying to get out of it. So mm-hmm. he was like walking behind him, just like grinning, like, <laughs> <laughs> like get out of this one if you can. Cause he always teases me mm-hmm. for actually being too introverted. Who does your boyfriend? Yes. He doesn't know what he's talking what about. Talking about. <laughs> because <laughs> he's, he is just so much more extroverted than me. So whenever we're out, he's always like, I can't believe you're like, after we were out and about, not about, about giving back rubs to strangers. Just no, so about for eight hours of the day, I felt like I had been talking, like because we had gone from store to store, you know, whatever. And I was like, I'm so tired. Like I feel like I've just been and talking he, all day. And he goes, What? <laughs> I was like, I need to go home and rest. Yes, because <laughs> this is you a need lot to of talking. Recharge your social batteries. Yes, yeah. man. So how did you get out of it? Did you eventually just have to uh, push him down a flight of stairs or what? Yeah, mm-hmm. I. Um, there's a turn off button yeah. on old people. Oh, I don't there know is. if you know about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it's just a quick Judy chop to the throat you, and they or, topple right over. Or you can grab both suspenders and just launch them backwards. <laughs> like a slingshot. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>